Yeah, man. Yo, Kev. No original thoughts, huh? I got one, lit. I got one for you. What's that? Two occasions uh, dedicated to pizza. Two occasions dedicated. Now, you guys are doing, for those of you, okay, let me, let me kind of fill everybody in real quick. So, <laughs> me and a homie, Suge, what up? Welcome to Rap Sucks Radio. Me and my homeboy, Suge, uh, hopped on the phone this morning and decided to do a <laughs> slow jam mix but the slow jams have to be dedicated to food. Now, I wasn't being specific. Like, I wasn't considering specific foods. I was just saying songs that would be saying the food. Like, just general uh, nutrition? General. Well, I mean, you know. Sustenance. I, so how it started was okay. I'd, I'd text the homie Suge and said, yo, have you ever sang lots of love into a breakfast burrito? <laughs> burrito? <laughs> And he said, no. Nah. I said, because I just did. You know what I'm saying? There you go. And uh, he was like, all right. So then I called him and hit him with three more songs. Um, <laughs> that, And then we were like, yo. And then, you know. Hmm. Then I just randomly posted that on Facebook. And now yeah. we're involved in the in this project. Peace to MF Doom. <laughs> right? The MM Food record, <laughs> specifically. <laughs> um, Kev, man, I got one opening question for you. All right. If I don't fall asleep, you are welcome to ask it. Well, you're welcome <laughs> well, to ask it either actually, way. Either way, right? Mm-hmm. Yo, why you? Why what you lit it at eight o'clock for on a Sunday, man? You all here lit? What's going why, on, why? man? Yeah, yeah. Blowing I'm telling the, the people. The people, the people should know. The people should know. <sighs> we got questions, man. I listen, how could one be so lucky? I saw a bottle of bourbon on the counter, and I said that. <laughs> That's not going to drink itself. <laughs> and I was right. I am a, a proud. I'm proud, man. <laughs> I, I feel like this is a, you know, this is a great moment in Rap Sucks Radio history. I was talking to my neighbors outside and I mm-hmm. was saying that, you know, when you get your quiet time in the house and kids are randomly not bothering you or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's always like that moment that you pull out the drink and just pour one up for yourself and chill out. And here I am, yeah, being proven right. It's a pandemic, man. The rules, pandemic. the rules have changed. Am I <laughs> have wrong? they though? Have <laughs> they though? Have they really changed? Yes. I'm just considering all the front yard drinking I watch my dad do. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure the rules haven't changed at all. <laughs> no pandemic in sight. This is this is '84. <laughs> That's pandemic preparation. <laughs> right, right. Well, yeah, yeah, there you go. It's better you, if you... It, listen, if you stay ready... <laughs> you ain't got to get ready, bro. You ain't got to get ready. Oh, man. <laughs> what are the... Um, you know... I'm trying to consider these dad moments. Like being able to watch a movie on your own, which I was able to do yesterday. Or really? take a nap. What movie? Yeah. Oh, you know, you know, I watch the same things over and over again. I'm going back through the Marvel movies again. Oh, good um, lord! You know what's crazy though? Like I don't remember any of the plots. <laughs> I totally forgot all the movies because I was watching them. Like, dang, who is that character? Like, oh, I've actually seen this before. So, wait, forgot which one did you watch then? I've watched Iron Man one, Iron Man two. I've watched uh, the Incredible Hulk. I watched Thor. Okay, and um, I fell asleep on on Captain America last night. Oh, I was gonna say you better not fall asleep on Ragnarok. Oh, yeah, we got a ways to go. Did you did you anyway. go through all those because will. of WandaVision or just? Yeah, I think it was probably inspired by WandaVision. Not particularly looking for anything that happened in WandaVision, like answers for it. Just I thought maybe you were doing just, trying to keep up with various nerds. Nah, nah, nah. I mean, I can, I can never. <laughs> I can never, man. I can't do it. I don't have the skill set. <laughs> Check it out. Similar, completely different, but similar thing that I did. Because I watched the third John Wick. Not too long ago. Mm. Long after um, it came out. Okay. Like I'd been sort of just holding it on a cue. Because like, my thing was like I wanted to watch it on a bigger screen. Like I didn't want to watch it on my phone. Mm. Which, let's face it. That doesn't happen. If there's a big screen available and there's time to watch something, it's not going to be something I want to watch. Right. 
So like I stayed up late and I watched John Wick 3 and I was like, damn, don't. Like I like can't like I remember the way Keanu looked like he was fighting in Matrix, the first Matrix. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, looking like he had pulled a muscle every time he threw a kick. <laughs> and then, you know, in in John Wick 3, he's he's I'm like, yo, what did he have a stuntman? It clearly wasn't a stuntman. Like he's fighting. He's literally like, I'm like, wow. So I went back and I'd watched the first two, but I rewatched them. And uh, I, it, it, I didn't, it wasn't necessary. <laughs> the first one was just very blue. It looked like it could have been a Smurfs movie. It's a lot of blue okay. lighting on the whole movie. Sure. The second one was really just an interlude. And then the third one was like, I was like, yeah. The third one was fire. The third one was fire. Um, I have a, a thing about answers. See, it's, it's, I think I've said it on the show before. Like, I'm a really difficult person to talk to about whether a movie is good or not if I'm already into the series. Mm. If I'm already into the series, I don't care about the quality of the movie. I just want answers at this point. Yeah. If, you know, if they're promised or, well, I don't, you know, promised or whatever is kind of a weird word, uh, especially with that article that came out about how <laughs> WandaVision, <laughs> I laughed so hard at that headline. But um, no, I mean, I start to be like, okay. You you got me. Now I want to know all this stuff. Now it becomes like a history lesson, you know, where I I have to know all the answers. So with that being said, like I've done this with Star Wars before. Like mm-hmm. I kind of just will be like, uh, you know, a new video game will come out or whatever. I'll watch. I generally don't buy the video games because I've, you know, just started playing video games again recently. So I'll watch the plot of the game on YouTube and be like, okay, wait a minute what the hell? And then I'll just start all the way back over from the beginning. And yeah, it just, it's a weird, very weird thing, but I do it a lot. So like Quite there are method actors and you are a method viewer. <laughs> I'm a method viewer. Okay. You know what? I like that. I like that. Kev, that was an excellent, that was great. <laughs> that was really good. Kev. I'm here for you, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We will no longer talk about John Wick one, two or three nor any further Marvel movies. We got racism and um, cancel culture to get into. So we got to get all into this subject because we know you love it. (laughs) Kev, man, we got to get to the other side, man. You ready? Yep. Let's go. Rap Sucks Radio. Blah, 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 blah. What up, y'all? You alive on Rap Sucks Radio with your homeboy Track Life and your fam, Kev Sakota. Mr. Potato Son. <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> All right. <laughs> Thank y'all for tuning in, man. We appreciate each and every one of y'all, man. Um, for real. We really do, man. Thank y'all for kicking it with us. Yes. Um, if you would like to catch past episodes of Rap Sucks Radio, you can do so by going to rapsucksradio.com or any of your favorite podcasting platforms. And I do mean any. Any of your favorite podcasting platforms. We are on all of them, to my understanding. Or if you'd like to catch this on your television, you can catch this on BTSN Pass. That is Behind the Scenes Network. What you do is you download the app or channel on your Fire Stick, or I'm sorry, on any of your Amazon Fire devices or your Roku. Uh, from there, you just click on the app or the channel, and we are right there. We have our own section and everything, alongside other really dope content, um, Behind the Scenes Network. Check us out. All right. Yeah. This is a going to be a very interesting Gotta Chill. Because it's not attached to any particular article. This will kind of be one of the first times that I can remember that we've just kind of pulled something directly from Twitter. Um, some like Twitter outrage reaction type thing. Firing direct shots. Yeah. Just, yeah, we're going to do it. So, uh, Kev, my selection for Gotta Chill. Yep. Who was it? <laughs> Joel Patrick. Mm. Gotta chill, fam. Joel Patrick. Really gotta chill. Nice, upstanding Irish man. Right? <laughs> Right? Right? Maybe not. Uh, my topic for this is unchecked self-hate. Um, I didn't. I, I wasn't really being funny, but, you know, on the other side, it is kind of funny. Mm. So, listen. A young man claiming to be the legendary black redneck, in quotes, sets off Twitter wearing a provocative shirt for attention. Mm. That is my own headline writing, folks. 
Uh, the source for this is basically Twitter. The players involved in this are Joel Patrick, the legendary black redneck. Now, um, I will set this off by... Th- I initially thought he was from Orange County because the picture that I'm going to state that was in question um, was in at the Orange County Convention Center. But mm. so this it actually made sense, but it still continues to make sense when I found out where he was from, uh, where he's a native of. So <laughs> one way or the other, it all makes sense. All right. Earlier this week, Joel Patrick went viral wearing a shirt saying, this shirt is 100% cotton. That's why I picked it. Um, Twitter went off. Black to, Twitter particularly. To be clear, I said a nice young Irishman. Yes. Uh, this is a nice young black <laughs> male. Um, he is very unapologetic about wearing this, uh, which, you know, I mean, I don't know. I'm not I'm not going to go so hard on him about wearing it. It's, it's the weird response to it that kind of gets on me. But anyway, a native of Beaver Creek, Ohio. See, still makes sense. Joel Patrick allegedly raised 12K for charity when he was 12. Uh, Although the Access Wire article written in June of 2020 never clearly states which charity that was. He is also allegedly a self-made millionaire by the age of 25 after Mm -hmm. dropping out of college at 17 and starting a tree removal service. Um, I'm sure he's successful, um, but the millionaire is alleged. I mean, whatever. Now, this is the article. Pat, this is the uh, uh, 2020 article. Patrick is quick to point out the Black Lives Matter movement's dangerous potential to create unnecessary division amongst people. He expressed in Twitter, we can seek justice for George Floyd and Ahmaud Arbery without making it about race. Don't believe me? Look at the color of the investigators that charged both of the officers and the McMichaels. We must fight injustice together and not needlessly divide. Hashtag love thy neighbor. Um, I'd like to stop here on this point. What was uh, this his point? Tr- I read that. Yeah. Um, his point was that Black Lives Matter is dividing people. That was his overall. But with, but message. but the deeper point, his deeper point, where he thought he was really on some gotcha, was um, that white guys are cops and DAs. <laughs> so <laughs> we're in a post-racial well, era. We're gonna we're gonna get into this because he has a lot of like, you know, I, man, he's really fake woke. Um, additionally, he advocates against the the term racist being an adjective to describe only white people, slamming black supremacy and emphasizing that anyone who believes a particular race is superior to another can, in fact, be considered racist. I actually have said that on this show because you know what the definition of racist racist is. A person who believes that their particular race is superior. So he basically just read the Webster's Dictionary back and and claimed himself legendary for it. He is dubbed as the legendary black redneck. By himself. Uh, Patrick, by himself. Patrick exudes, this is the access wire. I want to make sure that the people of Rapsox <laughs> Radio hear how they worded this. Exudes courage and commitment towards the betterment of his homeland. He continues to use his platforms to voice out injustices in his community. And as an up-and-coming artist himself, Patrick uses his music as an <laughs> instrument of his beliefs. Fed up with the constant oppression of the left towards causes... <laughs> And people he holds dear. Patrick is inspired to use his talents to influence and educate his fellow men. The young activist hopes to educate anyone, anyone, whatever their political stand. He Mm. continues to travel across the country to participate as a public speaker in schools and various events. Amongst his topics, he has passion for and uh, are the rights of unborn babies, the suppression of conservatives and Christians in the mainstream media, and the Second Amendment. I'm going to hold my last point. This, that's uh end quote at the Second Amendment. Kev, I'm going to hold my last point till we uh, get into our discussion. So, Kev, this is the presentation of the patriot, Joel Patrick, who wore a shirt for attention and now is fighting the great cause of uh, making us great again. Now, I, I sort of stepped on what you were saying when you said it, but... Can, can would you mind repeating what his shirt said on it? His so this is a young said, this is a young African American man at a what yeah. I assume was a relatively I don't know if it was a political event but it was a was it a I'm, uh, I'm not I'm not sure of the event he's he's uh he was at 
this he was with the same I thought he was a CPAC, but it but it wasn't. I just assumed. No, 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 I think well it's the 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 picture said Orange County uh convention center, but you know, whatever. Um I mean that's just a all day CPAC, if you ask me. But (laughs) um and the woman that he was with looks like I didn't do a ton a ton of research on him. I felt like you know, it's a little mm. too much attention, but um, I believe he went to Ohio State with this woman or or oh, was okay. speaking on her behalf or something like that. So um, anyhow, his shirt said, this shirt is 100% cotton. That's why I picked it. So as a black man, a little, you know, making a mockery of slavery. Um, now, he fancies himself as it was just a joke. So I, I guess he also fancies himself as a comedian. Mm. Um, which is sort of the thing that people say when they do something offensive. What? What? I was just playing. Why can't you take a joke? It's like, because you're not a professional comedian and this ain't no damn comedy store. So your mama, like, I don't know. What do you want me to do? You know what I mean? Like, did I, did I just walk into the comedy store? I didn't. Right. So sit down, fool. What are you doing? <laughs> it's so, also not funny. It's also like not funny. So people that that's the, here's, this is my thing. And Okay. I got a little bit of backlash for this way back in Rap Six Radio, Uh-oh. early in Rap Six Radio. Really? For saying that comedians got on my nerves. Remember I was saying like comedians think like what they do is like completely God sent and heaven sent and that they are the last bastion of freedom of speech. And I'm always like, man, shut up. You tell Uh-oh. jokes and sometimes they're not funny. And when Uh-oh. they're not funny and people call you out on it, all of a sudden it's like, you're against our freedom of speech. It's like, no, you're a doofus my with goodness. a dumb joke and you a cornball. Like, I didn't know yeah. Joe Rogan so, had your email address. What happened? <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm very, I'm very sick of comedians or people who believe that they are funny, believing that their poor sense of humor and or just stupid joke is like needs to be protect the protection of freedom of speech. It's like, dude, there are literally people out there without a voice. Your dumb clown self is on Twitter mm-hmm. taking pictures for attention, and all of a sudden your freedom of speech is hindered. Fool, you got sixty nine thousand followers. Where's who's stopping your freedom of speech, idiot? Anyway, I digress. Um, when I saw this meme, Kev, uh-huh. I um, I had a couple of immediate responses. One is I'm generally in a, a, another thing that I've received personal backlash for. I'm just going to do what they do now. I'm just say like I've received backlash for everything. I'm I'm being canceled, Kev. Anyway, say it ain't um, so. Say it ain't so. It's it's so me and me and Doctor <laughs> Seuss. Um, no. I generally have compassion for um, black folks and, you know, whatever, people of color. I don't really like that term, but whatever. Um, Regardless of their stance politically, even if their stance doesn't align with mine. One of the reasons, Kev, is because growing up in the suburbs uh, and watching people experience being told that they are not their culture because they're different or like different music or speak differently or whatever i've noticed that those people tend to grow up to be extremely counter extremely counter like Hmm. um just really hardcore anti whomever they are um i won't you know i'll i'll I've known quite a few people from multiple multiple different cultures that have turned out to be sort of more anti their own culture because they weren't accepted, right? Mm. At a young age, they weren't accepted. And they weren't accepted for what I would agree are very, very stupid reasons. You know, they listen to rock music. Oh, you know, you, you're not black, you listen to rock music. Or, you know, maybe they speak, they don't speak, in, they don't really speak slang very well or very comfortably. And it's like, ah, you're not this because you don't speak. Or in some cases, they don't speak the the native language or origin language of the culture that they're from. And then it's like, oh, you're mm. not this one. And I'm like, well, I don't want to throw a lot of blame out there, but I do say that there should be some accountability on, on those of us who treated people that way. Only because as an adult, I've had men well over, I've had dozens of conversations with people like them where I've kind of had to bring them back to the light. Like, no, you're black regardless of how people feel. Like you, nobody took it away from you. You know what mm. I'm saying? So when I read statements like uh, what Joel Patrick said on his Twitter once 
Um, this is a quote from his Twitter. He said, people say I talk white. There's no such thing as talking white. It's called speaking proper English. Right then and there, I knew you were picked on. Mm. You were picked on. And this is the response to being picked on. You were either non-athletic or whatever, whatever was needed by the few black people or few, you know, uh, centrally black culture people in Beaverton, Ohio or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It, I know small towns like, you know, rap becomes black culture. I get it, man. I get it. Uh, so, yeah, that's the only empathy I'm gonna give him. Outside of that, he, he a goof nut. Entirely. Yeah, and also but you're I, a grown man. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter what you look like. If if you grew up and you didn't get beat up or bullied or whatever, it doesn't matter whether you're, you know, a person of color or a, a white dude. It's like, dude, we all went through something. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And if you grow up, the thing is that when you grow up, either if you were the bully and you don't come to terms with that and say, you know what? Yeah, I, I was a, I was a dick. Or if, you know, if you're the, the guy who got bullied and you, you know, you grow up and then you keep acting like a cornball. It's like, dude, you're a kid. You're a child. But people, people lean into it, though, Kev, right? People really yeah, but do you're, lean this is into not, it. That, that was not your origin story. This is not a Marvel movie. You're not. <laughs> if it is, then you're the villain. You're the bad guy. It's like, is that really what you want? Like, come on, get out of here. That's not going to pay your bills. That's not going to. But know, it is. It I guess. Is. I, I guess actually, yeah, because he's selling a lot it of those is. cotton shirts, right? He's selling a lot of cotton shirts. He's a, allegedly a millionaire by twenty five. He. Uh, there's another. That's yeah. I'll tell you something. Hmm. This, this is the thing that I was waiting to ask you. Okay. Have you listened to his music? Heck no. Oh, not even close. Oh, that's what I was doing right before we got on the air. Is it? Is it as terrible as I assume it is? Oh. Boy. So what kind of music is it, first of all? Uh, I, I guess one in this day and age would classify it as rap, with air quotes. But, um, and I, the only reason I say Little Nas X is because it's remote, because it, it's country in look. Okay. But it's auto-tuned. It's like, and that's, 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 and I say that that way because I don't want to diss Little Nas X, is, uh. It's bad. It's bad. It's really bad. It's really, it's, uh, it's, it's so. pretty terrible. I tell you what, I'm glad he made his money in tree removal. Because <laughs> this, there's a song. Let's see. What's this song called? The song is entitled, again, his name is Joel Patrick. The song is called, That's Me. Featuring, it's a remix featuring, Forgiato Blow. Now, Forgiato Blow, listen, let me not give credit where credit is due. Forgiato Blow comes in halfway through the song, right? Okay. Wow, you got halfway through the song. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Embodies Joel Patrick. (laughs) Forgiato Blow is a rotund, substantial white dude. Okay. He's like Paul Wall. You know what I'm saying? He comes in. Paul Paul build the wall. <laughs> but the comments, bro, the comments are just priceless. Are they as brutal as I'm assuming they were? Some of them. Or are they? Some of them were yeah. not. Most of them were not, actually. Yeah, man. I mean, just like any good red-blooded American, I opened... The Tor browser and unleashed an incognito tab. (laughs) (laughs) Suffered through that video. Can I read some of the comments to you? Yes, please do. The user Vital Signs says, Damn, dude, I'm not into rap, but you got me with this. Which is followed up by Dave GRP saying, this brother is lost. <laughs> and there's yes. Victoria McGee, who said, I like the original better. Without the remix, got it. The featured guy was, all, was pretty auto-tuned, plus the centerfold thing with the ladies didn't seem true to Joel. 
is probably fair, fair feedback. Then Astro Dan counters, education failed this guy. And Lamo- <laughs> Lamoka chimes in, Clayton Bigsby. <laughs> then you always got your, you always, you always got your one guy, which in this case is Don Dater, which says the original is dope. As a beat producer, myself, Forgiato's mix was too muddy. Lyrics There's were good, but his guy. feature, you could tell, was done after the entire mix was laid down. Props, though. Keep up the great work. Why, though? Why that comment? Can, if you are a person that listens to Rap Silk Radio that is that type of commenter, I'd like to know why. Like, go to our YouTube and... And go to the comment section and explain why you make those. I just, I'm just curious. What is the what is there to gain in that com in that type of commenting? Like you know, in the in the hi hat, the hi hat was was just a tad bit muddy. And and if they had just, I'm like, dude, what? What? Shut up! <laughs> like, go away. Wherever oh, you man. are, even if you're at home, go away. Go to somebody yeah. else's house. I don't know what's wrong with this dude, man. What's wrong with this world? I'm telling you, man. Like at, at this point, it's being it's being dismissed. I, I it's being excluded. I'm I'm telling you. I know it. Like I grow it. Um, no self love, all self hate. You grow up and you become very counter. I listen. I'm not gonna make turn this into you know a Rapsix Radio does a psychological study on idiots, but. Isn't Which basically might actually be what our show. Yeah, I was going to say, that actually <laughs> might be what we do. <laughs> that might be, hey, I think I just figured out what to put in our like description. <laughs> um, you even see it in dating, mm. right? Uh, people will be dismissed or dissed by a certain type of person. It could be body type, it could be race, it could be whatever. And you'll meet them at 40 something years old and they will like literally hate that type of person. Like they'll never let it go. It's, it's part of them. Like, you know, mm. tall women with red hair are just the worst women you've ever met. Those are all, that's where all that you'd be like, what is that a thing? And then you find out that, you know, they got kicked in the chest of the Sadie Hawkins by a tall woman with red hair. You're like, Oh, okay. That's what happened. <laughs> I, got, I get it now. You're that's harboring. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. Hold that emotion forever, I guess. I don't know. You're only 50. <laughs> Ain't got to let it go anytime soon. Die with it. Oh, man. <laughs> Take it to the grave, fam. And that is what Joel Patrick is likely going to do. However, those same white people that are cheering you on are not cheering you on for the reasons you think. And you're going to take this L, bro. So I hope your money makes you comfortable. I just realized that this whole episode is about to be about, is about to uh, be centered upon things that we can't let go of from our childhood. <laughs> that is true. That we should have let go of probably a long time ago. Yeah. I'm strongly I know you're saying we like collectively <laughs> but I would like to right now completely separate myself from this we. Are I know you, I'm already separated but no you I got, don't want to be part of this. Did you get kicked in the chest? I did by Dr. Seuss. Like it, yeah, I don't want to be part of it. The city yeah. Not at Sadie Hawkins, like, you know what I mean? At the, at the Shadow Oak dances in West Covina. But I, like, I had trouble with Cat in the Hat. I'm, I'm, I'm triggered. Oh. Um, no. All in all, he's also a, a, a beacon of misinformation or twisted information. Like, it's just, it is, it is the funniest thing, but very, very sad. And I really, you know, young brother, all the best to you, man. I I don't I don't really think you're happy. I'm just gonna go and keep that out there. I just I, I he's feel out like there in really a happy. he's out there in an orange pickup truck on 35 inch rims. And I know this from watching the video. Well, he yeah, it's also a picture that he has with the with the orange chainsaw. Is that the same one? Oh, I don't know. Why do uh, <laughs> Republicans <laughs> love? Posing for pictures with odd weapons. Right. Well, he has a tree removal service. Ah, I guess that's true. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. He's a millionaire. 
Yeah, he's a millionaire. Well, and I mean, a matching orange outfit with a matching orange chainsaw with a matching orange truck. There's, Sage, there's safety first thing. Safety first. Nothing wrong with this guy, right? There's nothing mentally wrong with him at all. He's perfectly normal. That's that's what normal people do. He's <laughs> <laughs> a, a human traffic cone. He got me when he was like, this is not the Confederate. He had the rebel flag behind him. People keep saying that this is the Confederate flag, but this is. And he put up the you know Confederate flag with the uh, banners and stripes or whatever. And I was like, they both are though. Like, are mm. we are we doing this? We're gonna do it this way or six? <laughs> Which way are you gonna that way? Like, <laughs> you sure? Oh mm. man. <laughs> then he put the Black Panthers storming the Capitol uh, article up and was like, what would it look like if black people stormed the Capitol? I guess I know now. And I was like, no, you don't, because it's not the same thing. So <laughs> you actually don't know. It's really, really tough for you. God, God, no wonder you left college. Oh, like, it's man. so obvious that you left college and why. <laughs> I'm so... Oh man, they'll give a million dollars to anybody. Good grief. <laughs> if there's any sign before we move on, um I'd like to say something about capitalism and intelligence. Hmm. In the same we're, sentence? In the same sentence. We're of the belief. And and this was the last thing I was going to bring up about him and others of his ilk. Um People believe that money buys them out of out of race or culture, right? Like I'm rich. I'm not black. I'm OJ, right? Um, and you know, hey, in America, that that seems to be relatively true. But you know, it's like kind of one of those old things. Like when you got money, you got to watch who your friends are, right? And everybody's your friend when you're rich. So even the people that would have called you a monkey behind your back are now like, hey, look at Joel. That's the guy, right? Mm-hmm. This look, his mix was good on his first one, but his second one needs to, you know, all of a sudden they mm. got critical advice for you. But I guess the the other thing you don't have to be smart to make a million dollars. Right? It's not it it's not in, about intelligence, right? There's there there's a lot there's some luck involved, there's some skill, there's some position, there's providing a service, you know, the type of smart that you are to make money does not necessarily mean that you're like all around smart. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying that every, every millionaire is not like a brain surgeon. You know what I'm saying? It's like, but they believe they are. Well, you'd be like, well, that's, that's not how that works. No, no, no. I have a million dollars. Right. I get it. But, but you know, a screwdriver is not a piece of chicken, but yes, it is. I'm, I'm a millionaire. And because I'm a millionaire, everything I say is intelligent. It's like, Hmm. No, that's not how this works. And he very much lives like lives on his Twitter like that. If he's proven wrong, mm. he's a millionaire. If oh, that, if that's his uh, counter that's his the information, he's, he's a millionaire, right? So it it's always goes back to him being uh -huh. a millionaire. And I'm like, see, this I mean, is the I thing about capitalism. I actually don't know how old he is. He seems like a relatively young person, but mm -hmm. he'll learn. He'll figure it out. He'll learn. There's he'll a reason why people still play, go out and play golf with OJ. <laughs> it's because he is one of the greatest football players that ever touched a football. Right. Guess what they're not going to be doing to Joel Patrick. They're not going to be going out <laughs> playing golf after he gets hemmed up in his orange pickup truck because he was the greatest tree remover <laughs> in that region of Florida. Or I'm like, do not do anything wrong. That's all I'm saying. I, I just don't. I, no, man, look, y'all can. Y'all don't cancel me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel for this young man. Please don't do anything wrong. Don't don't put your arm around these them women for too long. Don't smile. Don't go to the room with them. Don't walk them nowhere in the dark. Like, don't do nothing wrong because it's a wrap for you. It is. They, and you ain't got no backup. Because we ain't coming. <laughs> Your cousins, we not showing up now, bro. We out. 
You the you the legendary black redneck. You on your own. <laughs> we kind of came from we came for OJ a little bit. We showed up like yeah, all right. <laughs> you know you kind of dissed us, but we here we here, fam. But you you ain't ran no yards, man. You not we not gonna be there. So I'm sure he'll be fine. But whoo, please don't ever do anything wrong. Yeah. All right, he'll be all right. He's smart. He'll be fine. He seems smart. He's got a million dollars. He's smart. <laughs> Kev, topic title for the next top uh, topic mm. is mine as well. Can we mm-hmm. just cancel the word cancel? Is that possible? Probably not. All right. Fine. All right. Uh, That's all for this week. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> all right. Uh, Kev, the reason why this is uh, all happening is because Dr. Seuss books are pulled and cancel culture controversy erupts. Now, I I actually Oof. switched the articles. So it says okay. New York Times, but it's The Guardian that this okay. comes from. The players involved are uh, the most fragile of the fragile mm-hmm. um, and also Dr. Seuss and the Potato Head family. <laughs> This is this is where we are in society, Kev. This is this is this is where we've this is how far we. You know gone. what? This is where we deserve to be. We literally is it. We literally just landed a another rover I, on Mars. <laughs> I blame Biden. <laughs> he did it. Uh, he did to think it. that Biden orchestrated all of this from his basement is remarkable. Oh man. <laughs> Whoa, him and the lizard people. Sleepy All right. Joe. <laughs> All right. Kev, last Tuesday, the state of Dr. Seuss decided that it will cease publishing six books by the beloved, by the beloved, beloved children's author, which contain offensive depictions of non-white characters. Mm. A week earlier, Hasbro, had the manufacturer of Mr. Potato Head announced that the toy will henceforth be known as by the non-gendered moniker Potato Head. Kev can explain you to you why that's not why that's worded in a okay. Anyway, an army of defenders has now risen to protect the sanctity of Mr. Oh. Potato Head and Dr. Seuss. Social media and conservative news outlets have been consumed with memes and hot takes declaring the dangerous overreach of cancel culture, which they define as the process of punishing a person or product deemed offensive by some vague set of modern moral standards. Fox News have dedicated much of its Tuesday to proclaiming the end of dr seuss at the hands of liberals one fox news host brian kilmeade exclaimed the cancel culture is canceling dr seuss it's out of control kev during a congressional debate the republican california god he's one of ours congressman kevin mccarthy somehow worked the dr seuss controversy into an argument against a bill that would expand voting rights saying kev first they outlawed dr seuss and then and then they want to tell us what to say. Congressman Matt Gates, a Republican from Florida, lambast- lambasted <laughs> rebranding, I'm sorry, Kev, of Mr. Potato Head during a speech at the CPAC, blatting, look out, Mr. Potato Head, you're next. I'm sorry, I think now he's going by Potato X. He can't be Mr. Potato. That's what I think he laughs like. All right, let's stop there. First of all, the entire Potato Head family plays with dolls that look like Matt Gates. His <laughs> weird old square head. <laughs> Goofball. Oh, Kev. Oh, what are we doing? You know who else jumped in? Donald Trump Jr. jumped in defending Mr. Potato Head. Which is the most meta narrative <laughs> of this entire saga. Oh, what, we're here. What we're is here, wrong man. With we're actually here. This is where we are. This is where we are. Mm. Mm. Oh my god. Kev, can you please explain to the people the the potato head thing? Just so yeah. they know what's actually happening. So the toy that we've all grown up knowing is Mr. Potato Head and then Mrs. Potato Head, which I assume came years later after an act of Congress. Um, 
the company who would is it Hasbro that that mm-hmm. uh, manufactures this this toy, which is a toy, um, decided that they were going to call the line Potato Head. So they okay, were going so let me, to remove let me, the let me, gender from uh, the line of toys. Got it. So we're not changing the Mister and Mrs specific items just right. the entire line okay, I, so. I, I think that's what it was evidently there will still is, be yeah. a, a toy called mr potato head there will still be a toy called mrs potato head you're free to put the penis and vagina wherever you want to put them right because they come they, in a package and obviously mm-hmm. um first of all all these people if you were uh, looking at the mr or the mrs potato head in a romantic fashion <laughs> weirdo you're a real oddball (laughs) and 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 to use this is and this is the thing that's getting you angry that uh mr potato head and mrs potato head have gotten somehow gotten canceled Mm -hmm. yeah 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 the the energy that you use toward this when when uh, Mr. Arbery and the actual Mrs. Taylor, Ms. Taylor, actually got canceled. And this is what you choose to spend your time thinking about. To this day, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter when it happened. Clowns. Nope. Can I make an argument that the potato heads have always been gender neutral? Let me explain. Go ahead. You mean you didn't you didn't catch feelings when you saw Mrs. Potato? Like you were like, oh, I've been playing with Mr. Potato Head for a while, but oh, <laughs> ooh, look at it. Ooh, <laughs> let let's see. The shape of either toy, either toy, before mm-hmm. you put any of the parts on, is the same, right? Mm-hmm. I've seen kids stick the arm in a provocative place. With the lips anywhere they wanted. I've seen a pencil coming out of a potato. <laughs> it has never mattered what gender <laughs> any potato head has been. You can literally Ugh. buy both and then mix and match the parts. I've walked into a house Uh-oh. horrified at what was stuck on potato heads. Like, Whoa, what is wrong with your children? This is incredibly crazy. So one could argue that the treatment of both Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head have been equally problematic throughout history. It's pretty awful. It's like... Perhaps one of the only places in American culture that has been truly equal. I've seen a Mr. Potato Head with like a Ken arm coming out of it. That's not the arm. What? Whose arm? What gender? I don't know. Who knows? Does it matter? I've seen Mr. Potato Head's with Mr. Potato Head's lips on the lips part. That's proper. And Mrs. Potato Head's lips in the nose's part. Like, I don't know. What, what gender is that? Who? I don't know. I don't know. If you put all the parts in the package, you can decide. Go ahead. You figure it out. Pick, pick which one you want to do. I've seen it with locks. You know how? I've seen a person put yarn on a Mr. Potato Head and it was Potato Head with locks. Is it black? Is it white? Is it Dominican? Like, I don't know. Because it's a fucking toy. That's why. It's a toy. We don't know. It's a toy. Oh, man. <laughs> I guarantee, you know, see, don't say that. Because now they're going to try and make a white Mr. Right? Potato Head. It's... <laughs> right? I... Why is Mr. Potato know. Head so brown? <laughs> I feel disempowered. I just know that it's the thing that nobody ever puts the parts back to. You're supposed to put the parts back inside when you're done. You open the potato. You put all the parts back in, right? My children open the potato, and then the dog eats the feet, and then we throw it away. Can I get They're going to cancel. Can I tell you can't little secret? What's that? You never had a Mr. Potato Head. I didn't have one as a child. My, my oldest daughter did. See, that's, it's a fancy toy. That's the thing. Is it? <laughs> Is it, though? 
<laughs> is it really? Are we sure? I feel like we're not sure. None of us are sure about that. We all dis- we actually actually half of this show disagrees. <laughs> it's not a fancy toy. It's a very cheap, ridiculous toy. <laughs> It's not a transformer or something, you know, fresh like Voltron, where you get all of them and you put them together and like the face is a lion and it's going down. No, this is. A- I didn't have a Voltron. I made. I'm. I actually made a Voltron out of potatoes. Interesting. <laughs> and I Wait, what gender was it? That. <laughs> I. You had brought up Star Wars. Now, I remember something yeah. different about Star Wars than you do, so we can talk about the, the Star Wars thing um, uh, because she didn't go out like Gina did. Mm. So I don't oh, remember yeah. the outrage from the actress that is now the lead actress for Raya, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember that outrage. I, I remember her having to cancel her... Uh, Twitter account because people were calling her ugly constantly and it was ridiculous. But I don't I don't remember like how deep that went. I mean, I obviously it went deeper than than um it should have gone mm. because she ultimately for her own sanity. I was reading an article about it yesterday. Yeah, um, Kelly Kelly Marie Tran, right? Kelly Marie Tran, where she basically yeah. had to back away from social media from all of the disgusting things that were said to her and mm-hmm. about her. Yeah. Simply for being an Asian actress in a leading yeah. role in Star Wars. Yeah, it's not like, because she compared what, what herself. You, what did, first of all, what did you want her to do? So, so the Star Wars team—I'm assuming not necessarily George Lucas—but the Star Wars team calls and says, <laughs> "Hey, right. you got a role in the next Star Wars movie," and she says, "Nah, I'm Asian. <laughs> it's not. It's not right." So a bunch of incels got mad at her, you know, a bunch of dudes who live in their, you know, mother's basement doing awful things to themselves. (laughs) Awful. Good grief. You're going to talk about Mr. Potato Head. (laughs) What they're doing with their parts. Where did that hand go? Exactly. Listen, um... She, and and this is the thing about quote unquote cancel culture and the response to it and how people are essentially canceling themselves and then blaming other people. Gina Carano made provocative statements deliberately for attention. That is what mm-hmm. she was doing, right? Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, if that was her intent, she succeeded. I don't know if right. that was her intent. She right. might just be really stupid. I'm going to say that her that was her intent to some degree, right? And plus, you know, hmm. maybe wrestler, maybe some CTE or whatever. So, um, <laughs> no, I'm not even being I'm funny. Not like, I'm not laughing at CTE, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> it sounds funny, but I'm not. I'm actually kind of being serious. But now, Kelly Marie Tran hmm. suffered oh, a totally different constant thing. hate, right? Yeah, direct hate on Twitter and on social media for nothing at all. Didn't say a single word. And didn't also, even give an acceptance speech. I might be projecting Asian youth on her, but I got the feeling that she was super young when this was all happening. I mean, you know, relatively speaking. Like, right. I, I don't know if she was, you know, legally an adult or whatever, but she's she's young. She's objectively right. young, right? So when it, when the Star Wars, when it, whatever movie that was, came out, she, I could see her just, you know, being like, "Yo, mom, what am I supposed? To, like, what is this? Like, this is ridiculous, right? Like, like at that age where you're like, I don't even know what what to do, you know? So, right? And, and she, like you said, she didn't do anything. Yeah, so Gina Carano was like, "All right, I'm gonna shoot off my mouth." And if it's if you want to do that and and say like, come at me. And when someone yeah. comes at you, stop crying. Take your L. It's a country hands it's up. A, yeah. yeah. Protect yourself. Right. You should. But, you should but when you lose, that's it. Listen, exactly. Point made and complete. One person decided to make provocative statements to um, that 
could possibly and ultimately did affect her job. Mm-hmm. Much of it was very well planned at the end. We we all were pretty clear that this was planned. It seemed obviously planned. And then, oh, I got a movie deal on the other side of town. Oh, yeah. Mm. Did you really? Oh, that's new. That just happened. Yeah, okay. Sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. That's me at dinner with her. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're interesting. Uh-huh. Anyway, salad and check. This is the thing. We are we are grown-ups. I've said this from probably about episode four or five of this podcast. You can say whatever you want. Do it. We're going to say whatever we want on this podcast. Absolutely. But I think both of us know that at some point, if we say something and we walk out in the street and the person who we said it about decides they want to take a poke at us and we get punched in the face, hey, there you go. I would prefer you don't put a bullet in my chest because of because I I said that you have a wide face. <laughs> I but, you know what do you what do you yeah. want you know and so you know take your take your L and go make Is a movie scene- with with the maestro Ben Shapiro. But see what what's going to happen in four years when people are not backing these things financially anymore. You know what I'm saying? When you when you were the rebel, right? And people were like, "Oh, rebellion isn't really that fresh anymore." But that's the thing: no one's going to care. No one's going to be doing. No one at Fox News is going to do a retrospective on where is she now. They're not going to care. They're going to be on to the next Potato Head or whatever. No one cares. No one cares. <laughs> and it's no one bucket cares. of parts. Yeah. You know what? Hmm. Uh, we haven't covered the Doctor Seuss thing. It should it should be relatively simple, but we can. Hmm. But the other thing is, Hasbro's already freaking liars. Potato Head never came with a bucket of anything. There was no bucket. Hmm. It's a bucket of parts. Where was the bucket? I never saw a bucket. So you've all been deceived by the lizard people. You're supposed to have a bucket. That's where it is. That's your 40, 40 acres and a mule for this, where this uh, you, Potato Head thing. Where'd you buy your Potato Head? Potato Head from the 99 cent store? Dollar General? <laughs> <laughs> the piggly your papa <laughs> the piggly wiggly fam what happened that's man? where i got it <laughs> i'm pissed kicked in the uh. chest by miss potato head at sadie hawkins mrs potato head <laughs> when she was just miss you know now i'm now i'm bitter and i'm wearing sweatshirts <laughs> i hear it man I i'm wearing sweatshirts it. i'm here for you i'm sending you a care uh e- e- emoji <laughs> This potato is gender neutral, and that's why I picked it. <laughs> if they were smart, they would just sell the potato with nothing. <laughs> and make you buy the parts. Just a, just a potato with a marker. Hey, a magic you know marker. what they should do? Hey, let's take this way too far so the people who haven't already tuned out of the show tune out now. What they should do is they should sell the potato, right? With mm-hmm. a mystery pack of package uh, parts, Ooh. right? So you might not, and, and it's not even about gender. Like you might only get two, you might get two left arms. Like mm. you never know what's in the package. Hey, listen, if, differently abled uh, potato. There you go. Potato head. Fix you it got, up. That you fixes got the grab bag. You got, you got uh, various limbs, coupled. 25th anniversary Pokemon cards in there. Whatever. <laughs> hey, put a put a rebel flag in there when you, <laughs> as you get further to the side, maybe a General Lee hat. Like, yeah, let's go. We can do it. We can do it. Listen, I and 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 as we get on to the six books that Dr. Seuss that were canceled by Dr. Seuss, the first of all, the what was his problem with Asians? Does anybody know? Did he ever explain it? He it seems like he legit had an issue. You know, like, I think we all go through times in life where we are paying attention to politics, right? Like, hum- mm-hmm. that's human nature, right? Like, unless you are, you, there are a few people who are always into the political issues of the moment, right? So we sort of drift in and out of our righteousness, self-righteousness about these things. So he was, and I'm not defending him, he was super into the internment of Japanese okay, during World War II. And then later on, you know, 
while he still had a public voice, realized that, hey, maybe that wasn't the best thing in the world. Probably wasn't cool. So he was um, super pro the internment of Japanese is what you're saying. Correct. Okay. Correct. Go ahead. You know, and then and then later on, you know, sort of realized that that that, that probably wasn't the coolest thing in the world and seemed to I think people they 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 say Horton hears a who or whatever is somehow related to how that might not have been the 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 most equitable solution to Japanese Americans and will you know and dedicated it I think to to his uh Japanese buddy or oh. whatever. So you oh, know good. but it is what it is. You know, you you live hopefully you learn a little something, you know, you're probably gonna say a lot of stupid things. You're probably gonna do a lot of stupid things if you can move past that, try to, but when you just focus in on one aspect of anybody's life, you're probably going to be disappointed. I mean, sure. no, you know, it is what it is. And that's the thing that kills me about this because it's not even like any of that is being discussed in the context of six of his books. Okay. So first of all, all the people who are really angry about or whatever, have any kind of negative opinion about Dr. Seuss. Because it's not, I don't see a lot of people who are, I know there are a lot of people who are super against, like saying Dr. Seuss got canceled. First of all, he didn't. But I see a lot of people who are like, I never saw anything wrong with his books. It's like, well, no, you probably didn't. One, because you don't, you don't read. <laughs> and I know you don't have a deep connection to his body of work, right? The man wrote and illustrated like over 60 books. His estate decides to pull back on six of them. Right. None of which was among the most popular, right? No, um, not until after and he then decided a, to. Really. And then according to Forbes, the day after the announcement uh, this week, nine of the top 10 uh, books on Amazon's best-selling chart were by Dr. Seuss. So even if it was just a play, excellent, nicely done. Sure. Right. But you, I never saw anything wrong with Dr. Seuss. It's like, you don't even read the assembly instructions for your Ikea bookshelf. And those, those, all those are our pictures. <laughs> so cut it the hell out. You probably it, have never seen the books that they're talking about, by the way. That's the thing. Those that's, books, by the way, now, the day after, those books are going for like $9,000, dollars $9,000. Yeah. Use bookstores, right? Market. Yeah. Um, which is a whole separate issue. But yeah. yeah, since when did your dumbass ever read? I mean, you're the kind of person who tells your friends that you read audiobooks. <laughs> Come on, man. Cut it out. Oh, <laughs> um. I don't know, Kev. I, I think that, you know, the immediate outrage without really understanding both issues is is kind of what, what's happening. I think they're doomed by their own worry, right? You're canceling things without even understanding them. It's like, but you're worried about things being canceled without understanding them. Like, you yeah. you don't really know what's going on. So, um, and then when you find out, uh, find out what's going on, you kind of go into the, uh, I you know I call it yeah but still though mode. You know you get you know how you're wrong about something yeah. but you can't truly be wrong. So like, yeah but yeah, still though. But <laughs> <laughs> Joe Biden's America. <laughs> yeah right. Who will who still will still? This is just the start of things. It's like well you said that like seven years ago. So um, they weren't so busy canceling Dr. Seuss. We'd all been vaccinated. <laughs> right. <laughs> By the way. Uh, Dr. Seuss, I mean, uh, the cat in the hat is probably the most <laughs> famous pimp in American literature, I would contend. Very true. Either him or the man in the yellow hat. <laughs> was he pimping? Wait, he was pimping Curious George? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you never know. You never know. He's man. next. He's next. He might, he's he's next, yo. He's next. You better Andre three thousand. You better run, man. You better run doing these, doing, doing these jingles, fam. Oh man, um, nah. I I think um, I have a couple friends. I'm. I think some of them probably listen to this show, and and they're very much kind of on the fence about these type of things. Um, I think largely because 
you know, the word privilege is thrown around. I don't mean this in a negative way, but they grew up in a pretty privileged environment, you know? Mm. Um, I guess privilege is a poor word, just an environment where there wasn't a lot of despair. And I think that that's, um, that's dope. That's a testament to hard work of your parents, uh, things of that nature, right? But I guess you don't really see the effect of these things if they don't affect you. I, I think that that's the thing. So that's kind of why I asked the question about why people always list their whole ethnicity and background when they want to defend mm. something racist. It's like, yeah, but still, after you've listed all of these things that you are, mm-hmm. you clearly grew up in a space where none of this stuff affected you. Right. You know, so I, I don't know why you feel like you should have this strong opinion on it, especially when, again, those things were not hitting your shelves or your school anyway. Like we weren't even in my day when we learned that Christopher Columbus, Columbus was great. Mm. before we started teaching kids that he was a mass murderer, like we should be. Um, the images in those Dr. Seuss books weren't in my, they weren't in my school books. They weren't in my history, but they weren't anywhere around. We just, we didn't learn that as children because people saw them and was like, no, we're not, not going to read that book in the school. They had mm. already taken it out of, out of many places where you would have seen them probably right. at the start of your childhood. So uh, to remove them entirely is only, seems only right to me, you know? And I, and I, I, I will close my point on it by, by saying this. If you're upset about living in a world where everyone is considered, then you're probably a bit of a B-I-T-C y- yourself, right? Like you, you are the, you know, the third best player on the T-ball team that thinks he's the first best player. You, you're nobody. You're a person with an orange truck at this point. And your belief that you deserve to have whatever is going on in your time preserved for centuries going forward is pointless because that's not how the world works. That's not how human evolution works. That's not, that's not how anything works. None of mm-hmm. it works that way. Things that were cool when you were a kid or acceptable when you were a kid tend to not be acceptable or cool when you get older. That's why you're never the cool dad that you think you are. You actually are just a doofus <laughs> dude with dreadlocks and a cool DP sound sweatshirt. Take no. It easy. Take it easy. You're not. You're not. You're not as cool as you think you are. <laughs> yeah, settle down, right? I'm looking, I'm talking to myself now. You, you guy. But these type of things really, really, I, I'm kind of passionate about them because I, I think that people are really fighting against inclusion more than they're fighting against cancellation. They're, they're, the inclusion is what bothers them, not the cancellation. It's the inclusion. It's the voices being heard because at a, there was a time when your voice was the only voice that mattered. And now that other people's voices matter, you are like, oh man, wh- why are we doing this? What, how come? Well, yeah, the inclusion bothers you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And, so, yeah. And don't get, don't get all sad and teary-eyed when the word privilege is used. <laughs> you might be privileged. Think about it objectively. That means you have things and have access to things that other people who live right next door to you may not have. And stop acting like everyone's trying to take those things away from you. I'm not trying to take your guns away. I'm not trying to take away your books. Go do whatever you want. Read whatever you want. But if you happen to be a privileged Asian person and someone walks up to your house and on your garage paints a picture like the picture that is in the Dr. Seuss book that got taken out of of circulation by his team after 50 years of it being in existence. Correct. Guess what? You would be calling the cops. You would probably be pretty upset. If you are an African-American person and you don't think there's anything wrong with Dr. Seuss getting canceled, but somebody walked up to your um, house and drew a picture of somebody with stereotypical features on your garage, you'd probably be pretty pissed off too. There's yeah. any of a number of things. So, so stop thinking about it as... If you are so happy that you, with your life, that you don't think anyone else should feel victimized, you've missed the entire point. 
of what's allowed <laughs> you to, to get to get get to where you are. You know what I'm saying? Bottom line. Bottom line. So yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah, I think if you believe that you grew up without advantages, especially if you grew up where I grew up, um, you're you're full of it. Now, I'm not saying that everybody that was around me or where I grew up was totally like, you know, 90210 or whatever. But the reality is um, there were there were certain, you know, you were a little further up the ladder in some cases than than in other cases, especially where I came from initially. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think to pretend like like the the cancellation is really about it's the inclusion and and you should probably deal with that that people being included is what's truly affecting you emotionally and touching your soul in such a deep way that yeah. you are now triggered by all these things you you should deal with that personally either that or recognize the fact that you know there are actual human beings getting killed by actual cops in this world right now or actual vigilantes who think they're cops or who think who who couldn't even become cops or who think they're special because they their skin has a certain color so uh w- when you want to be sad you, you know cut it out because because we don't there, we don't, nobody, a, nobody cares about your feelings right now listen man if you are talking about cancel culture and you talked about it in january as we celebrated martin luther king's birthday mm. a man who was turned from a living human being into a holiday for his opinion. You're missing the point. And it's not to be preachy. It's just that you're missing the point. Like you're totally missing the point and you want to have these, these uh, weird conversations. Listen, anyway, all right, I digress. You've been listening to rap six radio and we appreciate that. So thank y'all for tuning in rap six radio yep. with, with uh, my man, Kev Sakota, myself, Trek life. Um, if you like to catch past episodes of Rap Sucks Radio, please go to rapsucksradio.com. Tune in there or any of your favorite podcast platforms. If you would like to catch this on your television, you can go to BTSN Pass, Behind the Scenes Network, um, download it on your Roku or any of your Amazon Fire devices and click on the Apple channel and we are right there chilling with much, 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 much more dope content on BTSN. Uh, thank y'all for kicking it with us. Next week, I'd actually like to talk about the uh, Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack record, but less about the record and more about Bruno Mars' uh, response to cultural appropriation. So I'm going to actually give you guys some preview. You guys got some homework to to jump mm. into. Um, aside from that, there are some other things that we missed. There's a, a story that Omega brought up that I want to discuss and a story that Data One brought up that I want to discuss. Those are going to go to the archives. Way too Wait, much did information. Did Mr. Potato Head write the uh, the Bruno Mars song? <laughs> Leaving the door open? It, shouldn't it be Leave the Potato Open? All right, all right. Thank y'all for tuning in, man. On the count of three, we say peace. One, two, three. Peace. peace. We out, y'all. <laughs> did you just throw up a gang sign? What the heck? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I, I did not. <laughs>